0: The Live with Squacky podcast is sponsored in part by Min-Atlantic VoiceOver and Antland Productions. Hi, how is everyone today? Keeping busy? I know I am. This week I've been planning lessons for my students, teaching, finalizing the Mini-Mavo 2020 schedule, which looks awesome by the way, and trying to find time to reorganize my office. There just never seems to be enough time in the day. Plus, my allergies are killing me. But let's keep this positive. Thank goodness for Flonase, Zyrtec D, and allergy shots. I could be the spokesperson for all three. You know, just in case any one of those companies is listening. I'm really excited about our show today. My special guest is a great voice actor and a great friend, Sean Mahan. Sean came to our Mavo 2018 event, and that was his first voiceover conference. After the event, he got more involved in naval activities, and we've been friends ever since. Sean has been in the industry for a few years now, and he just recently had his commercial demo produced by Uncle Roy Okelson of Antland Productions. He's the best. It's fantastic. Okay, enough chit-chat. Let's get into this. Can you start out by telling us how you got started in the voiceover industry?
1: Voiceover is pretty much something I was sort of doing for free since I was a kid. I would always be imitating teachers or people that I worked for in the army. You know, when I had sons and nieces, I would imitate cartoon characters for them. So I was always doing a lot with my voice anyway. I started getting the bug a couple of years ago, obviously just before Mavo 2018. And it really started to hit home when my wife handed me her Kindle and said, Listen to this audiobook. And it was a sequel book for middle school age kids. It's a sequel to The Giver, if you've ever seen the movie or the kids have read the book. So it's it's kind of a serious, dark topic. But the A slash B list actor, and I won't name names, was just droning through it. And she actually said her students said, "This, hey, this is a famous person reading this, but it's the kids were just, wow, this is really boring to listen to. And she said, well, you could do better than this. So I actually, on Facebook, I got one of those ads for you know kind of a voiceover mill type thing where come to this one night class and we'll do an evaluation of your voice. And uh, after we listen to you, guess what? If you just pay 5000 to $7,000, you can have a nebo. Even as young as I was in the voiceover industry at that point, that that kind of set off my antenna. So I I didn't do that. But then my wife, Becky, asked, well, is there any kind of conference you can go to? And I was like, well, the only one I knew of was out in San Diego. And it's a bunch of money and it's a flight to get out there. So, of course, she's the researcher. She searched voiceover conference Virginia and Mavo showed up at the top of the list. (laughs) Yay. So that was really what got me going. Uh, you know, I signed up for a bunch of the breakout sessions, and uh, it was from there, it was just great.:
0: I'm so glad that you yeah. were able to find it and get started there. That's awesome. What have you learned okay. since starting that has been invaluable to your career as a voice actor?
1: This goes back to Mavo 2018. As I told you before, I was thinking, wow, audiobooks would be great. And one of the breakout sessions I went to was uh, Johnny Heller's. And Johnny is just an absolute machine on audiobooks. But he also went through, here's the process that you go through. And I mean, there's some people that can do that. And that's great. And you know, this is something that I'm on board with Mark Scott, where it's like, I kind of looked at all that involved with audiobooks and I realized that may not be for me, at least not yet. There's probably a lot of people can just dive right into that and they'd be great, but that's something I would have to work up to. So that's certainly one of the things I learned. Another thing from Mavo was the breakout session we had with, and I think you were in this one, with Sarah Jane... Sherman and uh, Kari Walgren, where you took these sides, descriptions of characters, and you had to audition for animation characters, which I thought was fascinating. It was a great kind of workshop that was really interesting. And since then, I've also learned a lot with the technical side of it, which is really important through uh, Uncle Roy and a lot of stuff from Mark Scott, who's just all over the place on, on Facebook and you know his website, as far as the marketing side, which is also important. So, yeah. so I, in a couple of years, I've learned a lot.
0: <laughs> yeah, definitely. I mean, I think all of those people that you mentioned are really great. Like Johnny Heller, he's fantastic with audiobooks, but just as a person as well, he's such an animated character in real life. He
1: has <laughs> he, such a he is
0: personality, and he's so generous with his time and willing to share information, and I so appreciate him. I'm so glad he's been a part of our events and will be again, of course, at this event this year in 2020. So I'm excited about that. And then Mark Scott, I mean, he's just great. He's a wealth of knowledge. He's everywhere. And he really knows his stuff about marketing. And he's also very generous and willing to give back to the community. So great people that you talked
1: about. Absolutely. Yeah. It really is.
0: Has there been anyone in particular besides those guys that you've trained with? I mean, I know you mentioned Sarah Jane Sherman. She's fantastic. And Kari Welgren, of course. Like Their session at Mavo 2018 was, I think that might have been one of my favorites. Getting to sort of do that a really was audition for them was so great. It was so yeah. much fun. Getting immediate feedback. I mean, when are you ever going to have the chance, literally, when are you ever going to have the chance again in your life to get feedback from both of them at the same time? That was epic.
1: <laughs> yeah, it really was. And Car- Ari is a great follow on Twitter, by the way. She's always doing something. But let's see, who else have I trained with? Mark Cashman is the one I did all my commercial training with before I did my demo with Uncle Roy. And with Uncle Roy, I've been doing a lot of setup and training on Adobe Audition. Let's see, the that's really the main training I've done. I did a couple of consults. Probably the next training I'm going to do, I'm lined up with Ann Ganguza for uh, e-learning and explainer videos. So that's probably the next one I would do. But Ooh. that's what I've done so far. Still that's got more great. to
0: do. He's amazing. He has so much to offer. He has so much experience in the industry. And he, again, just like I said. He
1: with really does. Else, it's been great because he's great at breaking down the commercial script and giving you the tips on how to work your way through it and all the different permutations that you might have. So it's, it's really great. It's supportive and positive, even while he's redirecting you. It's like, here's all the stuff that was good. Now, here's the stuff I want you to change.
0: And I haven't had the chance to train with Ann Ganguza, but I've only ever heard really great things about her as well. She's I know if right. I train with her, she'll be fantastic. So that's great too.
1: Yeah, I saw a webinar with her and J. Michael Collins about e-learning. And, you know, I followed it up. There was no sales pitch in it, but they did have their contact info at the end. So I reached out to both of them and uh, J. Michael was a little booked up. So uh, so Anne <laughs> took it. So I'll you know, probably next year sometime, if not sooner.
0: Cool. So how do you feel about coffee?
1: Oh, coffee's my friend.
0: <laughs> Good answer, Sean. Good
1: answer. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, I'm serious. If I do not have coffee, the day does not start. It's my one chemical dependence. You know, so. Yeah, so in fact I've found that working I'm teleworking from home and for some reason I I need a third cup of coffee to really make sure my day is going right. <laughs> I'm not sure if that's just because I'm not going anywhere before work, you know, like if I have a drive that kind of wakes me up a little bit, you know, that then maybe that would substitute for my cup of coffee whenever we go back to, you know, normal work. So yeah, coffee is one of my best friends.
0: Yep, yeah, same. <laughs> I know. I, my, my espresso machine is my best friend. Is that weird?
1: <laughs> espresso? You're fancy.
0: I know, right? Yeah. I
1: can't, I
0: can't drink regular coffee. I'm like, oh, what is that? Regular coffee? Who drinks that? That's gross.
1: <laughs> no, I, I drank regular army coffee for like 20 years. So our regular coffee at home is fancy compared to that.
0: Yeah, I'm sure. If you could have a superpower, what would it be and why?
1: You know, I think that the first thing that pops in my head would be to fly only because that way I could bypass TSA and traffic jams. (laughs) Yeah. But I think that's also too easy. I would love to be able to understand and speak any language. Like as soon as I hear somebody speaking in their native tongue, just be able to converse with them. Yeah. I don't know why. I just think that would be really cool to be able to do.
0: That would be really cool. Then you wouldn't have to spend all that time studying. You could just know exactly. Like if you knew like every language.
1: Because I keep getting spam. um, from Rosetta Stone, they're pushing it a little hard. It's like, hey, you know, only 200 bucks. You can speak all the languages you want. And then it's like, you know what? Make it four payments of $50. I'll bet you have $50 in your wallet. Like, oh man, they're really talking to me now. But it's still like, well, I'd have to work at that. so.
0: Yeah. What made you decide to attend Mavo 2018 and what are you most excited about for mini Mavo 2020?
1: Well, the thing that made me attend Mavo 2018 was really my, you know, my wife just found it. And I'm thinking, you know, I live in Southeast Virginia and that was just like an easy drive to go to. So I was like, perfect. And as soon as we saw that, I signed up. And I'm so glad I did. Uh, For Mavo 2020, I'm looking forward to more stuff with, well, and of course, obviously the, you know, the breakout sessions with, you know, the socializing, uh, because that's always good. Sort of like extensions of our Mavo happy hours. Um, I think I'm looking forward to Uncle Roy's uh, session because I really want to learn some more about the editing, you know, to, to get better at that, Now, I'm trying to think. Uh, oh, and, and Tom Deere's is going to be having a session, right? Yeah. Because yeah. he had in one of our Mavo Happy Hours. He offered a like a free video from his website. So you know that, that I won, and I downloaded that, and it was a great webinar.
0: Yeah, Tom's session this year is going to be on rates, billing, and negotiating. So he's going to be talking about like how much to charge, how do you right. tell people that, how do you send the bill, and. All those kinds of questions, which a lot of people don't want to have to face but it's all really important information to know so I'm, I'm really excited about his session I'm also excited right. about Everett Oliver's breakout session because I think that's going to be really great so Everett has a three hour breakout we can add on to the conference because mm-hmm. it's right. three hours and then he's going to be on the animation panel with Sarah Jane Sherman and Megan McLean and Eric Bauza and Sunday Muse
1: oh yes I didn't get Sunday Muse's session last time but I do remember I was in the session Next to hers, and it was so wild and in a good way. Yeah. (laughs) That I could actually hear her and the whole group doing whatever they were doing next door. And it sounded like a whole bunch of fun. So Yeah,
0: she's great. She was my first animation coach ever, and she's so fantastic. I really love her sessions because she puts her heart and soul into everything she does, and it's just she's so passionate about it and she just shares that with the audience. So I think her session this year will be really great. Sunday Muse's session is going to be Messy is the new perfection. What risks are you taking to land the part? So she's going to be talking about how to stop wasting your time trying to figure out what casting wants to hear and learn how to quickly cut through self-doubt and shift your character copy with a clear, direct, and self-empowering approach. I'm really looking forward to that because she really knows how to connect with her students. And I think in this format of attendees and an online platform, it's going to be a really great opportunity to listen to what she has to say and she'll interact with the audience and then people will have the chance to ask their questions so it's going to be great and then of course she'll be on the animation panel too so you can catch her there too.
1: To be honest with you, my dream would be to do animation voice acting Yeah. but the problem is that you know I would have to actually be in LA to show up in studio or something. At least that's the current reality. I'm not sure how long that that will stay that way.
0: Well, it's debatable uh, now I think, you know, because with all the COVID stuff that's happened and everybody working from their home studios, I think they've expanded a lot as to where they're casting people and I do think that ultimately when you're booking that really huge stuff for you know animated series television they want you to be in LA but that might change I think that might change over the next few years depending on what happens and what is affected by the long-term effects of COVID because I think that it's going to take a long time for things to go back to what we in air quotes think is normal yeah so we'll see but it's exciting. I'm excited about the future of that and the possibility of being able to book more stuff not being in L.A. So give the rest of the world right. a chance, right?
1: <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's something I would love to do. But we'll have to say I've got to take it in steps, too. You know? Right. <laughs> like uh, Mark Scott was saying, start with what you know you can do, and then maybe as you get more training, branch out.
0: Would you give any words of advice for those who are maybe attending Mini Mavo 2020 as their first voiceover conference?
1: Well, I got to tell you, the one thing I wish I had done was sign up for a couple more breakout sessions, sign up for as many as you can so that you're getting the most out of it and have fun.
0: And I think the thing with Mini Mavo 2020 that's different from a live in-person event is that there's a lot of breakout sessions, but only a few that you have to sign up for separately that have a supplementary Mm -hmm. fee. Everything else is like included. So... When you buy a general admission ticket, you're getting pretty much everything except maybe two or three breakouts that are not included in the overall price. And that's just simply for the fact that they're add-ons and extra things. So it's right. a great amount of value for the content that you're getting is insane, actually, for three full days. Absolutely. Then we added on a pre-conference workshop with Angel Birch. And she's fantastic. She's a great marketing expert. And so we have a lot of marketing people this year. And I think that's a good thing because the business and marketing side are things that people always kind of try to avoid. But the reality is (laughs) that you have to face that, you know, so we have an equal, pretty equal balance of marketing and performance based sessions, because I think it's really important, especially in an online format. For people to feel that they're as interactive as possible, I don't want people to just be sitting there for seven hours a day going like, when is this going to end? You know, I want every session to be live, every session to be interactive. And so that's exactly what I planned.
1: And this is one of the things I got out of 2018 was I met other voiceover artists. That's where I've learned so much over time. It's not just the Mark Scotts who are these folks who really are coaches, but there's folks like Pat Kirshner, who's just a great dude that shares whatever he's learned.
0: Yeah, there's so much to get out of it. I think it's, it's going to be great. So what are three goals yep. you have for yourself to accomplish in the next year?
1: It's kind of tough. One thing I definitely need to do is get some more training. I think my next goal after that would be to get my e-learning demo. So I'd probably get e-learning training and then e-learning demo done. My ultimate goal is by the end of summer next year, I would like to be able to transition full-time over to voiceover. I mean, we'll see if that happens, but yeah, that's, yeah, that's, that's the goal. There's yeah. a lot of stuff I've got to do between now and then to make that happen.
0: That's a great goal. I didn't know that was something you were going to do so quickly, so that's good.
1: Back when I started on this, I was thinking, well, my current contract with the Army ends in 2021. So if I can set conditions to be able to do this full time by the time that my day job ends, I mean, there's always another one that's out there if I had to, then that would be perfect. Now it's becoming sort of a shorter term goal because I'm within a year, but it's... uh, but it's 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 definitely something I, I think I can do.
0: Yeah, I definitely think you can. I'm so excited for you. That's gonna be great.
1: Yeah, we'll see how it goes.
0: What do you like to do in your spare time?
1: Well, this is one that's not a lot of people know. The one thing I like to do in my spare time is something that I picked up from my late dad. He painted religious icons. For those who don't know what that is, it's basically painting religious figures on wooden panels. So it's something that's a tradition in the Eastern churches, like Greek Orthodox or Byzantine Catholic, where... Instead of statues, they have these very beautiful figures of either the Blessed Virgin or Jesus Christ or any number of saints you know, on wooden panels in a in a and a lot of them are really beautiful. So if, if you're ever near a an Orthodox church or a, an Eastern Catholic church and you have a chance to go in, just for, if for no other reason than to check out the beautiful art that's inside, you'd, you'd really appreciate it.
0: Oh, that's so cool.
1: I'm not super great at it yet, but I'm pretty good. It's not just an artistic endeavor. It's something that as you're doing it, you're just sort of getting into a contemplative mode. It's very relaxing.
0: What's your favorite social media platform and why? And have you used that to help your voiceover career?
1: Well, my favorite is Twitter just because it's such a combination of really wonderful people and some trash. You know, it's sort of like a combination of very serious stuff and like the National Enquirer. It's kind of fun to do that on there. But I think for voiceover, I probably lean more on LinkedIn, although I think both of them together, I've used a fair amount to uh, promote my, my voiceover career. Yeah, that's where I've shared my demo and a couple of other projects that I've done.
0: All right, we have to wrap this up, but can you tell our listeners how they can connect with you if they choose?
1: Sure. On Twitter, I'm Sean V O. That's S-E-A-N-M-A-H-A-N-V-O. It's the same thing on Instagram. Although Val is trying desperately to drag me into Instagram, I'm not quite there yet. I'm, <laughs> I'm going to get there though.
0: Hey, at least I made you make and an on- account. <laughs> <laughs> yes.
1: <laughs> right. At last year's barbecue with Uncle Roy, you actually sat there with me on my phone and had me create my Instagram account, which does get used. I do but I not as much as I should. So That was
0: funny. I was like, You're getting yeah. Instagram whether you want it or not. Let's do this.
1: Right. <laughs> as I'm like looking at it with my reading glasses. <laughs> it's like oh, these young people. <laughs> And your Insta faces, <laughs> and then on LinkedIn it's Sean J. Mahan. Although you can probably just look up Sean Mahan, the one that says voice actor will be the one.
0: Well, thanks for taking the time to chat with me today, Sean. It's always great to catch up, and I look forward to seeing you online in six weeks. Oh my gosh, it's so definitely fun. at Mini Mabel.
1: Yeah, I know it's it's coming up real close.
0: Taking place on November sixth through eight on Zoom. For more information about Mini Mabel twenty twenty the conference or to register today, visit www com. Thanks, Sean.
1: Thanks, Val. See you soon. Hi, this is Mike Lenz. I can't wait to see you with the virtual Mini Mavo 2020, where I'll be teaching about the rise of podcasting and how VOs are eminently qualified to use our skill set in this growing industry. I'll see you November 6th, 7th, and 8th. I
0: can't wait. Live with Squacky is mixed and mastered by everybody's favorite voiceover tech, Uncle Roy Yokelson of Antland Productions this wacky he was recorded in front of an audience of acoustic foam <laughs> oh, oh.